Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. I have a question for you. It's been burning through my brain and my soul for the last two weeks, and since we haven't done an episode, I haven't been able to ask you. All right, let's hit it. It's a question that has literally stressed me out, gave me bouts of anxiety that I've been self-medicating with booze. It's like, it's like really messing with my life. I need the answer. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, don't be. <laughs> Is a cheeseburger a sandwich? Um, I mean, look, a sandwich is what? Meat and or cheese between two pieces of bread? Yeah. Then yes, a burger is a sandwich. Okay, so yeah, it is a sandwich. Um, When you go to any any restaurant that knows its stuff will have their burgers and sandwiches under one category on the menu. But do they say burgers ampersand sandwiches or do they just say sandwiches and the burgers there? Well, if they're ignorant, they say both. But if they're a classy establishment, it'll say sandwiches or it'll say handhelds. Handhelds. And that's a way to get around that without even having the debate. Okay. But I think it's a sandwich. You think it's a sandwich. But you could also say this like for anything, like a hot dog, a hot dog. Is a hot dog a sandwich? A hot dog? I haven't hot dog in years. I only would say no because the it's like one bread connected. Yeah. But I guess if you buy the the like the poor people buns like I have to buy at the supermarket, like they <laughs> they always rip immediately when you put the hot dog in, like oh, the bottom yeah. rips. You got to get the Martin's potato rolls, man. Uh, dude, times are rough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's like a whole uh, like a. Food you wouldn't say club. Whole Foods. That would be yeah, even, even more. <laughs> no, what's the like Food Club? You know what I'm talking Is about? That America's thing? Choice. America, that's what I get. The America's Choice. They fall apart. I have America's Choice ketchup right now. Which That's, we're going to use because it's Memorial Day and we're going to be barbecuing. It is Memorial Day. Yeah. So, America's Choice. We kicked today off with our uh, annual Memorial Day Bartles and James Pina Coladas. Yes, this is true. Right now, this is not a joke. We are actually drinking pina colada wine coolers. Yeah, 100%. And the guy at the store goes, oh, my friend, those for girls. And I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for totally, girls. For totally, girls. totally for girls. Yeah. When did this tradition start, the Memorial Day wine coolers? Dude. Like 10 years ago? Over, over. I think it started with you were having a barbecue mm-hmm. and you and I was like, hey, I'm on my way. You need me to pick up anything. And I think you jokingly said wine coolers <laughs> yeah. like, as a joke. I yeah. was like, well, um, let me surprise him. And, and you showed get up. Them. You so showed I, up with some four packs because they only come in four packs. Yeah, two four packs of wine coolers. I also brought like legit booze too, but I, yeah, brought, I brought the wine coolers. I brought legit booze to you as well. I bought a... a a 12 pack of Natty Light that had three bonus cans in it. A 15? So pack. it was a 15er. <laughs> was, oh, I'm so excited to drink that. <laughs> so this wine cooler is so damn sweet. It's like straight sugar and it's amazing. So the thing is, right? Like, yeah, you have it once a year though, so you don't ever have to worry about it. Yeah. If you were to drink these, like, if you were to be like a trophy wife who drinks these in the backyard all year at the pool, like that's rough. Oh, you're going to get the diabetes. You got, you got the beatus. You got the beatus. Because these sure. are really sweet. Yeah. The reason I asked you about the sandwich burger question is because 
I had a really good business idea and I, and a lot of people loved it and a lot of people hated it. And the idea was I wanted to create a gourmet hot pocket food truck. Yeah. Well, I was one of the people that was all, all about it. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Hot pockets are awesome. Right. And food trucks are a good way to distribute hot pockets and you can make them all different flavors and it'll just be the all the the classic hot pocket flavors that you know like broccoli and cheddar ham and cheddar yeah except you're getting real yeah you get real stuff in them you like you could do a, like a pulled pork and and you know wisconsin sharp cheddar you could do so many different kinds oh yeah and a hot pocket's a great route to go because anyone walking down the street only needs one hand for it it's a handheld yeah it's not a sandwich though it's not because it's fully surrounded. A hundred percent, I agree. But here's where I got some criticism. I got a lot of you. Like I said, I want to do a gourmet hot pocket food truck, and I got responses on the on uh, on the gram that were like, "You mean like empanadas?" And I was like, "Whoa, no, not whoa. an empanada." Whoa, not an empanada. Totally different shell. First of all, the the different, dough dough is completely it's completely different. Totally different shell. 100%. The dough in an empanada is totally different. It's also deep fried. Yeah. Hot Pockets aren't deep fried. I think they're baked. 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 With love. With love. <laughs> and they're more like bready, where an empanada is like, I don't even know what that is. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good empanada. Yeah. Oh, I love empanadas too. But here's the thing that makes the Hot Pocket superior. Empanadas have more dough than inside goodness. Fact. Right? So a lot of it is like, it's like... Say it's a six-bite empanada, three of the six bites are like mostly just dough. Yeah. So you get half of it is, is meh, the other half is amazing. Hot Pockets are just exploding with deliciousness inside. So do these people who had that ridiculous comment to you also consider McDonald's apple pies empanadas? Great friggin' example. Yeah, they probably do because they can't see. So is a Nutrigrain bar an empanada too? Oh, just oh man. you know what I mean. Keep like now, now I'm furious. Oh, keep going. <laughs> I'm getting so excited. Jesus. So, so listen. I'm not going to let the haters stop me from my dream. No, that's a good idea. I'd buy in on that with you. I actually think it's such a like that good of an idea. I really do. I the only thing I'm worried about is maybe we can't use the word hot pocket because it's probably trademarked. No, you use like a warm sleeve. Yeah, warm sleeve. <laughs> uh, either way, it's such a good way to. To consume food, pop pockets or pop something. Pockets. Yeah, or just spell pockets with like two K's and a Z. You know? Wow, it's, <laughs> it's so nineties. <90s>. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever we have to do to make this thing makes it. Yeah, I really, I'm, I'm really gonna do this. I, you're, by the way, gonna be the head chef. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, bro. I'll spend my days in that thing. Be so awesome. It's a great gig. You get a nice beachside stop, like an area park. To park? I don't know why. I just like, <laughs> beach, beach stop, park, area. See, this is why stop. we can't dream, drink wine coolers on the air. We're hammered drunk now. Uh, but it is Memorial Day, so we're allowed to be drunk on the air. What do you think? 100%. Yeah. We usually don't. But today is going to be a little different. Yeah. So, Celebration. Yeah. The reason I brought up the sandwich burger thing is because that there's an argument. Right, like that a burger is a sandwich. Because the definition of a sandwich describes perfectly a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger is just a very popular type of sandwich that gets its own subcategory. Yeah, like what? So I could have, you know, I could put roast beef in that same situation, right? Same animal, just Mm -hmm. sliced instead of ground. Yeah. Why does that change what it is? 
Exactly. So the the difference here is that the empanada is just one of many foods that is um, goodness surrounded by dough. Like you can't just say they're all empanadas. Empanadas aren't cool enough to get the top billing of the category. Yeah. Sandwich is like a general umbrella description for yeah. food that you eat between two pieces of bread. I mean, if you if you want to be honest about it, an empanada is nothing more than a small calzone. There you go. How come when <laughs> I said I want to make a gourmet hot pocket food truck, people didn't say you mean like calzones? To me, calzone is closer to the to the empanada family than hot pocket ever will be. I think a calzone is a subcategory of the hot pocket genre. Yeah. Or the the pocket genre. Or the food stuffed in bread genre. Yeah. Either way, the whole world should eat every meal as food stuffed in bread. So there's a uh, Minnesota has like their uh, their county fair, and they're known for um, handheld foods and foods on sticks that they do. There's like hundreds of trucks that go to this fair, and I was watching this on uh, one of these fantastic channels where they show nothing but people going to like carnivals and fairs and eating the food. And this one guy had a, a, it was basically a hot pocket, right? It was a garlic, a garlic bread stick that was stuffed with spaghetti and meatballs. And it looked awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. As you were talking about that, I was daydreaming about other things that I would do by stuffing (laughs) uh, bread with deliciousness. And if I ever started a cheesesteak joint, I would make my cheesesteaks, normal way you make a cheesesteak, but instead of like cutting the, the loaf of Italian bread down the middle like a normal sandwich and then stuffing it i would actually hollow out the top like you're corking a baseball bat you know what i'm talking about sure do and hollow it and then stuff it all in there so that you could eat it without any of the the meat squeezing out the sides yes. when you bite that's it's so important so no mess on your hands you don't get that oniony smell so imagine you're driving you're a truck driver and you want a cheesesteak yeah imagine how sloppy it would be trying to eat that while driving horrible but if you take the same loaf of italian bread so same ingredients but instead of cutting it down the middle you hollow out the center through the top and then just stuff it so we have a friend mike proper and i don't know if pomps ever had italian food with him before but when he eats pasta he takes a huge piece of fresh italian bread hollows all the inside out stuffs it with the pasta and meatballs and eats his pasta that way now we've always laughed at him but it's actually a really good move because he's able to do whatever else he's doing watching tv playing a game dealing with his kids with just a, a handheld Sunday dinner inside a half a loaf of bread. So he hollows it from the top? So sure he cuts does. the loaf of bread in cuts half. Cuts the loaf of bread in half. And then the side that is now exposed white bread, like, like he, he hollows that hollows out. hollows that out all the way to like the bottom, which is closed. So he's making so hot he, pockets. Yes. Of and he's been doing this forever, and it's incredible. And we so, laugh because like no one does it, but it's good. But that's basically what the guy does at the carnival that you just said. Yes, except he has, it's a fully closed breadstick. It's not, it's not, um, half. It's not like a, there's no opening on the top. Okay. So he actually, okay. So it's. So he stuffs the spaghetti and meatballs in this, um, uncooked like garlic dough and then then hits it in the fryer real quick. Got it. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So So it's fully closed. So his is more like a. A spaghetti and meatballs hot pocket. Yes, or a bakery stick, which 7-Eleven used to have before they switched it over to crappy taquitos. Taquitos are the worst. See, there you go. Is a taquito a bakery stick? No, no. it's not. That's That right there is the hot pocket empanada argument. Exactly. 
Oh, man, I'm so psyched. I think this could be something. I also think that all sandwiches now should be hollowed out from the top and stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. just saying. It's what, a smart move. I love it. Even regular cold-cut sandwiches. Yeah. All cold, like anything. Roast beef, American cheese, lettuce on a, you know, on a hero. Just stuff it from the top. No matter when you have it, it always slides out the side. It does. Yeah. And you could solve that problem by stuffing. Yeah. You could probably do it with cheeseburgers too definitely yeah why not you just get yeah all you'd have to you, you'd slice the burger yeah you put put in little like chunks of burger, burger so chunks. mcdonald's for a while did a big mac snack wrap and how they did it was they would take the patty and slice it into strips and then lay the strips inside the wrap and fold it like a burrito that's awesome so they they were already cut up the so that's how you would do it you would cut up the burger that way i love it and they would just squirt it with big mac sauce and it was heaven there's a restaurant uh in town in long beach here that um has something they call the fat wrap, P-H-A-T, um, which is <laughs> super 90s. Yeah, so 90s. But anyway, <laughs> they um, they do the same thing. They cut up the burger. Then they put like their special sauce, which is always just Russian dressing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's be honest. Get creative, people. Yeah, Jesus. Come on. Your special sauce is everyone's special sauce, so it's not special. It's just sauce. Uh, they put, but what they do do that I love is they put... Um, doo-doo they, they put doo-doo in it uh they i put, love when people say what they do do that's like my favorite phrase oh that's a good one or yeah because you don't need the second do what they do do but you don't need the second do see what they do is they put like that works they but i think it's to emphasize what like what they do is what, you see so you can emphasize the they and you're getting the same end result it only happens when it's after you tell them what they don't do so it's like they don't they don't they don't make real special sauce but what they do do is use thousand island dressing you see what i'm saying or russian dressing okay is russian dressing and thousand island the same thing also? they're not they're not okay thousand island has uh schmutz in it like little pickles and chips and stuff like that relish relish it's got relish in it Whereas Russian is just like a ketchup mayo. Yeah. Which is similar to French. Yeah. But Thousand Islands, the chunky brother. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> Why are we doing this before we ate? Yeah. Like, stu- stupid move. An hour and a half. We're just talking about food. Stupid move. But anyway, the fat wrap, they, they'd make that wrap with a cut up burger, uh, Thousand Island or Russian. I don't know which one they'd use. Some cheese, American cheese, and then they put a fried egg in there. Who does this? Uh, it's a place called Speakeasy. For research purposes, Speakeasy. I need to know. Uh, it is a lovely place called Speakeasy. Okay. And it's really, really good. Do they deliver? <laughs> they do, but I'm barbecue. I'm cooking you food in like an hour. Okay. It'd be Perfect. really offensive if you got <laughs> if you got food delivered to my barbecue. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, we're gonna start a food truck. It's gonna be cold, not hot pockets. No, nah, we don't know yet, but we'll. I promise you, we'll come up with something good. Warm sleeves. Pomp's warm sleeve. Pomp and Eric's warm sleeve. No, it's got to sound appealing. <laughs> yeah, warm sleeve sounds like a, a euphemism for a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say that on the air? Yeah, why not? There was zero cursing, right? Yeah, vagina's not a curse, buddy. <laughs> no. And there's nothing offensive. It's just a part of the body. Nothing at all. Also known as a warm sleeve. <laughs> I'm just saying. Or the old ham wallet. I mean, whatever no, you wanna... <laughs> Now you took it one step too far. No curses. No right. curses. So for all those listening to this in the car with their kids, sorry. sorry. They're going to hear worse in middle school, I promise you. I was more offensive and like just over, over the top 
gross at 11 than I've ever been the rest of my life. Well, that's the time of your life where it's supposed to happen. Yeah. That's why you like frown at people who still are that. Yeah, because you get it out of your system when you're like in like, really, school. they still make you? Like, that's how I feel when I see somebody who's like, you know? Yeah, they still make you? Oh, the worst. Only time it's acceptable is if, like, you're doing a stand-up bit. Yes. if you And I, I just learned this term. We're not doing this week. I learned this week, I don't think. But if we were, I would say something I learned. When a comedian goes blue or they have a blue set, it means that it's filthy. It's, like, raunchy. Wow. I had no idea. And then... Once I learned what it meant, you hear how often the term is used by comedians. But you probably, it probably just goes right in one ear out the other when you don't know what it means. Huh. Like, oh, I had a real, oh, yeah, that was my blue material or stuff like that. I've literally never heard that in my life. Yeah. So, like, if we have an episode where we just get raunchy and curse, it would be like our blue material or blue episode. But we don't need to do that. No, because we're sophisticated. Yeah. We can get our point. As we've proven so far this season, we can get our points across without the foul language. It's true. I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of it, too. So maybe, like, you know, our our kids and nieces and nephews could listen to the show and be like, you know, I'm proud of those guys. One day. One day. And then they'd be like, but, but Uncle Eric, you said ham wallet on the air. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you know, just, just you know, biology. <laughs> anyway. Let's, uh, that was like, a heck of an intro. It was a good intro. We started a business. Yeah. Jeez. We, shot, we shut down the haters. Yeah, we drank wine. We're still drinking wine coolers. We're still drinking wine coolers. I'm a little drunk. It's happened. It happens. It happens. <laughs> See, it, me too. Yeah, we can't talk, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for the feedback loop. Oh, boy. We're, we're professionals. So you may have noticed, uh, Jonesy has been very silent today on the episode. Uh, and that's because Jonesy's sleeping right now. <laughs> uh, he had to work an overnight shift last night. So uh, right now, for him, is like two in the morning to normal people. Yeah. So he's sleeping. Uh, but we do have a special guest on the air, uh, on the show. <laughs> yeah. that was, was that uh, the special guest sound? That was a part, like a party blower. That was a party blower. <laughs> I've never made this. Tried to make the sound. It sounded life. like the without like the emphasis on that. It was like <laughs> it's like a lazy chip. <laughs> so we do have Professor Charlie waiting for us in the green room, and uh, <laughs> which we're very excited about. Charlie's the smartest guy we know. Yep. Um, we like to think that we're, uh, we're, we're intelligent guys, but I think Charlie's going to make us feel real stupid when he comes on. Yep, pretty much banking on it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with it too. We need some humbling. I don't care. Our egos are getting too big, Eric. <laughs> we need to be humbled. Um, all right, so anyway, so Jonesy, we love you. We miss you. Um, hopefully you're having uh, a lovely slumber. I hope you're dreaming about us and unicorns. <laughs> or us riding unicorns. Oh, dope. Together, like the three of us just riding unicorns. Riding a single unicorn. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally want to be in the middle between you guys. Of course you do. I want to be in the middle of, a, of an Eric and Jonesy sandwich. I want to be on Or the an f- Eric and Jonesy burger. <laughs> yes. Interchangeable. I want to be on the front so you can't fully hold on around me. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to hold on to the back of your shirt. Because <laughs> I can't put my arms around your waist. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. All right. So... 
I feel like we should redo the feedback loop intro. What do you think? You want to just make yeah. it now? You want to just do yeah. it? Why don't you do it in real life? Can you do live? Free, 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 free feedback loop. Remember what I say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we're professionals. All right. Here we go. <laughs> See? Perfect. <laughs> All right. You want to do the first one? Yeah. So, uh, so we, we took we took last week off just because of, you know, things came up and life life happened. So a lot of these feedbacks, uh, feedbacks going back to the, the, the last episode we aired. Okay. Which was, it feels like three months ago. Yeah. I don't remember. So Nappy says, I didn't feel insulted once during the entire episode. I felt like I was actually on the show with you. It made me feel all warm and fuzzy, which made up for last week's insults. <laughs> well, that's good. That's positive so, feedback from Nappy. That's friggin' awesome. That's awesome. We love to hear that. We love you, Nap. Uh, we appreciate you. And sorry, sometimes we don't see eye to eye on things, <laughs> um, including <laughs> Domino's Pizza. So I work, I work nights with Nappy and, uh, he was telling me, he goes, you know, we don't see each other like as much as I'd like to. He goes, but I always feel like we're together That's because awesome. of the show. So it's true. And, and we do love you and appreciate you. We really do, man. But now he has a fact check for us. Oh, crap. <laughs> so he says, if you have $100 and you multiply it by three, you get 300. That's a 200% increase, not a 300% increase because you added 200. The more than 100% controversy is supposed to be that you can't give more than 100%. So giving 110% is stupid and should be retired. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> so before Nappy sent this feedback in, I realized my math mistake myself. But I, it was too late. We were driving, and I just kept going. We were trying to explain, for those who didn't hear the last episode, we were trying to explain why things can be more than 100%, because we got feedback that one of the things that should be retired is when people say stuff like, oh, I agree 1,000% or whatever. And what I was trying to explain was, yeah, of course, all the time in math, things are over 100%. And I said, if you time something by three, it's 300% increase. Like, but it really is. Now, be sorry, it's a two hundred percent increase. But I was just talking really fast to say it. Um, I'll take I'll take accountability for that for that mistake. <laughs> yeah. uh, it really was just a flub, um, and I should not work in Listen, my finance no, job. If dude, I can't it happens. To, it happens to the best of us. Uh, the next one he's saying. So the more than one hundred percent controversy is supposed to be that you can't give more than a hundred percent. Percentages, and I'm not gonna dig myself into another trap of getting another thing wrong. But percentages are usually, it's all relative, right? So you can't give 100% of your brain power, more than 100% of your brain power, because your brain only has 100% to give, right? Or your body only has 100% to give. I agree with that. But it depends on what the percentage is compared to. If it's 100% of your entire being, yeah, you can't have give 110% of your entire entire being. But if the last time you did whatever thing we're talking about, you gave X percent and that was the normal, you can increase it by 200%. You could do 200% better. You know what I'm saying? So now let me let me jump to Isaac's feedback because Isaac was the reason we talked about this percentage in the first place. So he says, thanks for touching on my feedback, but let me expound on what I said because I think there was some confusion. I agree that things are quantifiable over 100%. No debate there. I was referring to its use in non-quantifiable talk. Hashtag manifestation. <laughs> okay. So he's basically saying, like, when you're giving it 100%, it's more a philosophical thing. He's basically saying all the basics that are out there going, 
oh, she was so great today. She gave 150%. You know what I mean? I think that we took it in the nerd direction, but it was meant solely as that. Oh, like, okay, that's fine. All right. You dig? Yeah, it's fine. I agree. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm indifferent to that one, though. If it, my whole thing with language is, has always been, if it gets a point across, it's doing its job. You know what I mean? So if a word is like, oh, that's technically not a word. If you get what I mean when I say it, it's a word. So like my niece used to say the word yesterday when she was young. And although it's not a word, we totally understood what she meant. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like, thought it was great. That, do you know the funny? The thing is, every single word ever is made up. Yes. Right? It, that's, it's made up. So you can make up your own stuff. If you say, I gave 110% and... Well, technically, it could be wrong. Well, it may annoy some other people. If it gets its point across, I have. But no that was the whole it. point: is like the it should be retired because it's like overused, yeah, and annoying, yeah. And no one ever gives a hundred percent of anything. No one. I've never given one hundred percent of myself in my life. Not me neither. Like not even close. Top for me, like max is like fifteen percent. I'm talking max. I'm yeah. not even cracking twenty. Yeah. And I only, yeah. I that's only, when I care about something. Yeah, I only get to 15% when it's like, I, like, it's life or death. Yeah. You know? It's like, if you don't do X, you're going to die. Then, like, I'll get 15%. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree 110% with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Let's see. What else do we have? So, Nappy had another one. You should read that one because I think it was another fact check on you. I was very wrong in last episode. Yeah. <laughs> As a history teacher, I have to correct you with the Spanish flu. It killed half a million Americans and 20 million people worldwide. I'm not sure the number that you actually gave during the episode. I think I said 500 million, but that was 500 million infected in the world. They didn't all die, obviously. Only 20 million died. But it's still a lot of people. (laughs) It's a lot of people. I thought it was more than that. That doesn't sound that bad when you say 20 million. (laughs) That's nothing. That's nothing. We can afford it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even call that an epidemic. That's just like yeah. a it's like a mild outbreak. <laughs> yeah. It's like an innie outbreak. What's an innie outie belly button called? Like when it's just like right in the middle. Ooh. Does it have a term? Gross. A grossy? <laughs> you got a grossy belly button. Just walk up to people at the beach, but like, your belly button's weird. <laughs> my my boss at work, his outie like pokes through his shirt. Like you can see it. It's <laughs> really? gross. Uh that's okay. Is it? I mean, if he finds a, a, like a partner. He did. It, he's married. And, and she has like a really deep innie. Wow. Then they could. Wow. They could, uh, I'm going to stop talking. See, now I'm going to 11-year-old Chris yeah. with that one. All right. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm going to stop that joke. <laughs> Dead in its tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Skirt. Uh, all right, so what else we got on the feedback loop? All right, so Frank Secchi, uh, he says, this isn't really feedback, but more of a request. Can Jones do it in Australian movie trailer voice for the next podcast? Well, well he, yeah, well, he can't do it this one because he's sleeping, but next week, yeah. 100% he can. He really does a good Australian accent. And a good movie voice. Yeah. We actually all can't figure out how to do the Australian accent except for Jonesy. We all try. It just comes out British. No, I think it was the... We, we were trying oh, we to were do try- British, and we, none of us could get it. We were only we're getting Australian, <laughs> which was so weird, because I've done the British one so well. I know, but once you do the Australian for like 10 minutes, and you try to switch back to impossible. British, it's impossible. Impossible. So, yeah, we can do that. Right, uh, let's see. So, our last two are about... Um, 
integers. <laughs> yeah, God, I was so wrong on last episode. All right, so this is from Isaac and Charlie. So funny enough, we got the same feedback by two people. So look, Isaac just said, fact check, any integer by definition is a whole number. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> Jerk. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I have no excuse for that. <laughs> Except on Excel, it says integer, and it could be have decimal points. So screw everyone. So re- now you got to read Charlie's. <laughs> <sighs> By feedback loop, this is really just bash pomp stupidity loop. What's awesome is he's like in the building and you're going to be reading this feedback right now. I know. I can't even talk smack about Charlie because he's in the green room. He can beat me up. He's much bigger than me. Okay. So from Charlie, I am shocked and dismayed that quote unquote math guy Chris overlooked the definition of an integer as a whole number. Decimal points represent fractions. Beyond that, in quotes, the least integer not describable in fewer than 20 syllables end quote, is itself a description in 19 syllables, making whatever number that is both describable and not describable in fewer than 20 syllables, a.k.a. Berry's Paradox. If your minds aren't blown by that, that's probably fine because it's a silly language problem. And then he said, insert gif of a nerd pushing glasses up on nose. Okay, that's super nerdy. I don't even understand it. Don't even understand it. Not even going to try to pretend I understand it because you did describe it. So why is it not describable? Is it because you say that it's not describable in the quote itself? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. (laughs) You know what matters? That my answer, for those who didn't listen, my answer to the least integer not describable in fewer than 20 syllables was .00000001. And I think I'm right still. So screw the world. Love it. Anyway. <laughs> Oof. All right. Jeez. So that concludes the feedback loop. That was rough. I'm sweating. Yeah, that was I'm rough. sweating from like a little bit of shame, a little bit of anger. The central air is not hitting this room that well A either. little, yeah. Um, our studio is extra hot. <laughs> um, yeah, that happened. So anyway, Whew. we got a couple more segments. But Eric, I know there's a few things that you just wanted to, to share. We don't really have a name for this segment. We'll call it, I don't know. What do you want to call it? Uh, I don't know. The dish? The dish? The dish? What's another word for dish? Plate? The plate? No, it's not the same. Supperware? <laughs> Supperware. Uh, all right, so what do you got? I don't know. It was just kind of a couple of things. Um, so I watched... So ABC did a live uh, remake of an All in the Family episode and an episode of The Jeffersons. During the week, and it was, um, they used the same set that was used for both television shows back when they aired. Uh, the original gentleman who wrote both shows, I forget his name right now because I'm never prepared for things. Steve. Steve. He's uh, he's like 98 years old now, and he's still alive, and he was there, and he talked about how uh, the times were so different racially then, and on purpose, they didn't change any of the dialogue from each episode. They left in like the derogatory terms. Like everything like that. And he goes, we did this just so you could see like how far we've come in life from like that point. So Woody Harrelson played Archie Bunker. Marisa Tomei played Edith. The daughter was played by um, Aaron from The Office, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yep. Uh, I forget her name. And the son, uh, Meathead, was played by, you ever see the movie Blockers with John Cena where the kids go to the prom and want to lose their virginity? No. Well, he was in that. I don't know his name either. Zero preparation. Yeah. What is Kimmy Schmidt's real name? Oh, 
No, I don't remember. Ellie Kemper. <laughs> I just thought of that all on my that own. That's beautiful. All on my own. No help at <laughs> all. Figure that out myself. Yep. So, um, yeah. So then it was uh, Jamie Foxx played George Jefferson. Had the same hair, the same walk. Like, it was so spot on. Anthony Anderson played his nephew. It was like a really good cast. Wanda Sykes played George Jefferson's wife. I don't know her name. And this is all live, right? This was all live. So at one point, uh, Jamie Foxx stuttered like a line. He was like, get, get, get. And he goes, and he looked at the camera and he goes, I bet everyone at home thinks their TV just glitched. But that was just me. <laughs> and he turned, like everyone, everyone like lost it on set and like had to put their heads down. Oh, that's amazing. So the Jeffersons had a, a the couple across the hall in the building. It was a, a white gentleman and, a, and a, his wife was black. And it was like really weird for the time. But Will Ferrell played the white husband. And he had like, he's like very rich. He had like his smoker's jacket on and like a scarf around his neck. And it was so friggin' perfect. I love it. It was like really enjoyable. But it was like crazy to see the dialogue on these shows that I used to watch when I was younger. And it was like, whoa. But it was also there and everyone like totally understands it was there and done for humor right now. Yeah. So like the audience who was totally mixed was like laugh. It was hysterical. It really was funny. Does this count as a recommendation? It, I, no, because it's not something that I don't know if you can go watch it. I'm sure there's someone has it on YouTube or something, no? I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know where to tell you to go watch. That's why it's not a recommendation. Okay. But it was something I saw, and it was just kind of it was kind of cool to see um, like these people having to portray. And like you could kind of see like the pain in their faces sometimes, like saying lines. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to say this line. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, uncomfortable. Yeah. But it was, it was cool to watch, and it was done well. Awesome. You know? Awesome. I love that live um, vibe. There was a show that I never, I never like fully got into just because I didn't like who was in it. But it was uh, that guy that you like who has a pocket, Chris, Chris Delia. D'Elia. D'Elia. Chris D'Elia had a show that was 100% live. Like, and mistakes was, and all, they just left them all and in. And it was funny. You know, we do that if yeah. you think about it. Yeah. It's not easy. No, I mean, we make it easy, but. We make it look easy, but. <laughs> You know, it's really, it's come from years of going to communication school that we went to. <laughs> yes. We went to um, podcasting boot camp. Yep. That was, was rough. Like, that it's was like rough. eight weeks in the Sahara Desert. Like, this says, how is this going to help us be better podcasters? Um, but it helped. Yeah. Now Until we, you get your lines perfect, they don't give you water. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Repeat. Remember the thing that <laughs> we made Jones read while we beatboxed? <laughs> yeah. We had to read that with super parched mouths in the desert. <laughs> That was like our hell week. Did you ever play mouth trumpet with no water for four days? Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how that works out. It ain't for easy, you. man. It ain't easy. <laughs> All right. So one thing I, I before we got on the air, we were just talking, just completely, just randomly catching up, and we brought up your niece Casey, who, wow, she's like the one of the greatest human beings on the planet. And how old is she? Ten? Eleven? She is two. Twelve. Twelve. She's 12, and she's got, like, the heart of Mother Teresa. It's unreal. The wit of Eric, the, um, the star of Dinner for Dessert. <laughs> um, she's, like, the greatest human being ever. She is the sweetest, most loving and, like, compassionate child. And I don't get how it happened. She didn't learn it from watching Because the man. other kids in the house are, like, complete D-bags. <laughs> and then there's her, who's, like, the head of the character counts club at school. Like, they choose her to be, like, the ambassador when they go to, like, these different, like, trips and, like, all this stuff. Like, she's always, she's the one. 
And you said she makes friends with like all of like the oh my kids God. who are kind of on the on the outskirts yeah, of yeah. Uh, you know. So she's always making sure everyone's included, making sure everyone has lunch. Like she'll literally give her lunch up to like the the kids who are a little less off and like maybe don't have anything. Like she's just she's such a solid child. I think we need to get her on the air. Oh my God, she'd love it, and she just loves to talk. I think she would honestly be fantastic as a twelve-year-old. Yeah. She's more mature than yeah. Uh, she's more mature than. Me and you. Yeah, it's right the truth. now. It's the truth. I like. I want to pretend that we're mature, but we're not. So there's there's times where, um, like if if I'm home with just I'll, I'll watch my sister's three kids, like whatever it is, and Casey literally makes everyone all their meals. She'll pack their lunches. She'll get their hair ready. Like she does that for the other ones. That's crazy. Like that's how solid she is. And why don't you tell everyone your uh, your Christmas tradition with her every year? Uh, so it's the, when she was really young, she that we asked her what she wanted for Christmas, and she, you know, it's funny. She's one of the. She never asks for like a big money thing for Christmas. It's just not her thing. Like we have to like always guess with her what to get her. So one year we asked her like, "What do you want?" When she was really young, and she goes, "Oh, I want um a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for me and Aggie." Right? She calls me Aggie, and we had to like make sure there was a wrapped two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So now every year, Christmas morning, she orders a food. After we eat that one for the following year. Okay. So like she'll say, all right, so Christmas morning you ate the peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you're like. And the, the next year she wanted a cold cut sandwich. The next year we had that. The year after that she wanted uh, Taco Bell. So we had to like run out on Christmas Eve. And get tacos. To get Taco Bell and then like warm them up in the morning before the kids got up, wrap them and put them on top of our stack of presents. But that's amazing. Like, Yeah. So every year it's something different and I feel like this, like it'll continue forever. It's never going to stop. Do you think her tastes will get more expensive as she gets older? Well, She'll this, be like, I want a filet mignon with eggy. This past year we did um, a waffle sandwich with Nutella and Reese's peanut butter cups on it. Wow. Oh man, I just got super hungry. Yeah. So that's a fun. She's the kid rules. The kid rules. Yeah, we need to get her on the air. Yeah, uh, and so, she loves your daughter. Yeah, like she's counting the days until she could become your full time babysitter. Uh, we are very much looking forward to the days yeah. when she could be our yeah. full time babysitter. She can't wait. Um, so Emily is so for for those who don't know, and I'm sure everyone knows at this point. She's <laughs> the voice in the beginning of the show. Yeah. Um, she loves Casey also. She loves you big time. The second homie. you came over today, the she best. actually <laughs> was ju- like legitimately jumping up and down with joy for like a good eight minutes. It was awesome. It got weird after a while. We're like, all right, Em, like calm down now. It's like he's been here for like 50. 50- he's like, he's already had like two wine coolers, a natty light. Like it's all right. You can stop jumping up and down now. Uh, I love she, it. She's the best. Although she's been a nightmare this weekend. She uh, she made our Memorial Day weekend very challenging. I'll say that. She made a memorial. <laughs> she, it's, it's, it's memorable. Uh, we're going to remember this one. Uh, she's been, uh, without going into too much detail, she's been a little sick, I'll say, physically. Um, uh, and it involves going poops. And uh, it has been not fun. It's been a very messy weekend. I'll say it that way. Um, but... Uh, but she seems to be doing good now. Yeah. So we're going to go party right. after this downstairs and chill and that'll be fun. Um, so yeah. She's awesome. She's awesome. She's awesome. I can't even get mad at her even when she does bad things. <laughs> yeah. Even when she's bad, she's good. She's like pizza. She's so funny. Awesome. All right. So 
This next uh, segment is called Ask Us Anything, and I usually go, hey, Joan, say, ask us anything. Do the intro, and then he sings it, but he's not here, so I feel like we can't do it without him. No, so this is the point of the show where you ask us questions, and we answer them. Yeah, that was the amount of energy you just brought to this podcast, Eric. (laughs) It's like electrifying. I try. (laughs) All right, so the first question is from Brendan, and it's, did Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka really deserve to go with Charlie to the chocolate factory? Uh, hell no. No, I mean, he faked an injury. For like years, he yeah. was just like mooching off of his daughter, who's like him. It was so weird. Like, why are these like four elderly people sleeping in the same bed together? Yeah, weird. So creepy. And it turns out that they weren't bedridden. Especially him. He was totally just, you know, just mooching. Lazy. No, Grandpa Joe should be put in jail. Yeah, the answer is no. (laughs) No, that's not even, yeah, come on. All right, the next question, uh, it's not from anyone. I'm assuming it's written in by you. No, I think it was, wasn't this, you wrote this one in. Oh, did I forget to say who said it? Was this from Catherine? Catherine, Kath, not Kathy. Yeah. The person who I accidentally tagged as my wife on Instagram today. So my wife's name is Catherine. We also have a listener named Catherine. I accidentally <laughs> tagged the wrong Catherine on my Instagram post today. So, so that was awkward. I hope her husband's not mad. I always mistag you as Post Malone. Well, hey, I, that's... Because when I, I just write on the PO, and at first it shows you, and then it does that stupid thing where, like, it realizes there's another one like that's got that's more famous, so it bumps you down one. And he's only like marginal, yeah, marginally let's not get more crazy, famous. Not that much me. more, but yeah. it always happens. So as I'm literally going to touch the screen, your name moves, and I always tag Post Malone, so I leave him in things that we do, oh, that's hoping amazing. one day he responds. Like, all right, I'm not getting soup dumplings with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, why do you keep tagging? <laughs> Honestly, you should keep doing it. Maybe it'll make us famous. <laughs> Who knows? So I feel bad because I wrote this in. I don't remember who asked the question. I think it was her. Okay, so the question is, do you pronounce the word coupon or coupon? Coupon? Or I say coupon. I say coupon because I'm normal. And yeah. I'm not a freak. Yeah. Who says coupon? I don't know. Probably the same people that say uh, caramel. Caramel. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Those jerks. Caramel is so pretentious. I feel like it's also the same group that puts the ketchup directly on top of the fries. Like they're all like the same people oh yeah let me just crisscross ketchup over my (laughs) entire basket of fries so that i get ketchup fingers for the rest of the day yeah so that whole group animals you can get out of here you go scratch (laughs) i was gonna say you can go scratch (laughs) Uh, all right uh the next one uh again i forgot to put no this one it's at the end oh there you go sal sal amy (laughs) oh salami oh my god i can't believe i felt we get we get pranked like by Bart Simpson. Like that's like that's our listener. Okay. All right. So Sal Ami. <laughs> hey, long time listener, first time caller. Can you guys discuss best and worst school cafeteria foods and what would be the worst buy one get one free sale of all time? Okay. So best cafeteria food like middle school? Level? I guess so. I we, at high school we were allowed to leave in ninth grade, so we never we ate in the cafeteria there. A high school cafeteria had milk and bagels. That was <laughs> not kidding. No one ate there. No one ate there. There it was no room for us. We had off campus all four grades. Yeah, so I ate two slices of pizza and a chocolate chip cookie every day for, for or lunch. or a chicken roll and a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, or the big ziti special. Yeah, and that's why we were fat. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, okay. Pretty much. Okay, so we'll use middle school as our frame of reference. Okay. 
I'm going to say Fridays in middle school because it was pizza day. It was the Elio's pizza. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Um, the yeah, worst. Yeah, hands down. Elio's, the Elio's pizza was the best. Worst. I mean, I like all crappy foods. So this is probably bit- the all you can eat pasta. Yeah, pasta kind of stinks because it was like generic pasta. It was like spaghetti with um with like prego sauce, yeah, you know? yeah. or ragu. Yeah, I guess the spaghetti, the spaghetti and meatballs. And for us, especially like, coming from Italian households, you always had like a homemade sauce, yeah. so it was kind of weird to eat like these sweetened so crap sh- sauce, like, like canned sauce. Yeah, and the meatballs were always like super springy. I don't know how to describe it, but they were like oh bouncy. my god, they were spongy. They were spongy. You could yeah, bounce it, dude. Yeah. Why was that? Because they're made from dog meat, pretty much. Um, wow. Yeah, so there you go. And what's the worst buy one, get one free? That's a good question. Enemas. Okay. I mean, unless okay. you need two. It's <laughs> a rough day. It's been a rough. Listen, Doc, listen, Doc, I had a wild weekend. <laughs> Give me a couple. Yeah, the only silver lining is this two for one deal. <laughs> Um, I honestly, I, uh, there's a lot, I guess, uh, buy one, get one free. Um, uh, herpes meds, because that means you have herpes and that's, I mean, ultimately, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you also have a free set next dose. (laughs) It's true for your next outbreak, you know, um, I always wanted to be in a Valtrex commercial. Like, I want to be the guy kayaking. Yeah, right? You know? I don't know what kayaking has to do with, you know. <laughs> well, they always, yeah, like, uh, just um, the, the, the peeny pill commercial. They have, like, the old couple in a bathtub on a cliff. Like, what? Yeah. Who, who took the time to move your porcelain bathtub to the top of this cliff in Ireland? Yeah, and if you're taking ED meds, you don't have time to put all the romance into <laughs> yeah. it. You just, you just get the business done. <laughs> yeah. So that... <laughs> You want to be in ED commercials together? Just, no, not to get like two different scenes, like, like cut just, scenes. Like I'm in one scene, you're in the next like one. Like just start that, filming ED commercials? Yes. yes. Instead of doing dinner for dessert, why don't we just do ED commercials and try to get them sold? And we'll leave like the part at the end where it says the name of the, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. drug so that anyone can use it. Just like, gen- like stock dude, footage. Generic commercials. We just try to push commercials on companies. Be like, do you really want to go through all the trouble of like hiring actors, doing all the film production and the editing? Like, we already did it for you. Just like slap your name at the end. You know, it's a great idea. Just saying, you're full of ideas today. I'm like a, I'm like a, a true idea generator, and I'm with them all. Yeah, it's the wine cooler. It's making me smart. Unlike my math skills last week. <laughs> so um, when I wrote back to Sal Ami, yeah, I wrote uh Oh, I appreciate that, Sal from Genoa. We, you know, we're taking time out of your day to write us. And he goes, oh, no problem. Your buddy, Mort A. Della. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do I feel like I know who this is? I do know who it is because I looked at the Instagram page and it had like the real person's name. Oh, is it Dan? Uh, it's one of Jones's little brothers. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. That makes sense. Oh, by the way, for those who don't know Jones personally, he's got like 11 brothers. We can't keep track of them all. Yeah, there's a, there's a herd of them. There's a, there's a swarm, <laughs> like a hive, the mare hive, Jones hive. Okay, here we go. Next question is from Lucy. What are your favorite barbecue spreads, meats, and sides? Hmm. hmm. Well, I, my favorite, I'm a, I'm a skirt steak guy. I love a good skirt steak. Yeah, a good marinated skirt a steak. A nice marinated skirt steak. That's a good one. Um, I love ground beef sandwiches. 
Yeah. With cheese. Me too. Um, those are some of my favorite. I believe you peasants call them burgers. Yeah. Burgers. So ground beef sandwiches, ground beef sandwiches are top notch though. Yeah, for sure. Sides. I like German potato salad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's basically potato salad with vinegar instead of mayo. It's so much better. It's really good. And then what else? What's a spread? Like it says spreads. Like, no, like sides. So we no, pick meats. She's saying sides. like, what are your favorite barbecue spreads? Oh, okay. So spreads. And then like examples, meats and sides. Okay. Yeah. So those are mine. Um, I also like <laughs> hot dogs. You asked what a spread was. You, no, I meant like, <laughs> I thought maybe she meant like mayo. I'm like, is that a spread? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just. Russian, uh, Thousand Island. Yeah. Fancy sauce, French, all of it. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So that I think we answered it. Uh, I also like hot dogs, but me and Eric fight about this because I put ketchup and mustard on my hot dogs and Eric thinks it's a sin. To put he used to put them. just ketchup before I got mad at him. That's not true. I was always a, a, a twofer. He was that weird kid that would put like ton of, a ton of ketchup on one hot dog and no one wanted to talk to him because he had it all over his face. That <laughs> was me. <laughs> well, at least I don't put uh, ketchup directly on my French fries. So. Thank God. That's the only reason we're still friends. Awesome. All right. So the next section is <clears throat> recommendations. And again, Jones would normally sing a great song and he's not here. So we got nothing. Uh, so we are going to just dive right into it. So we had a. So last week, Nappy gave us Malamores. Yep. And this week, we had another uh, fan recommendation, which I think is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, they, everyone should start sending in recommendations. Yeah, like it doesn't have to just be our recommendations. Yeah, we're like running out of stuff. I don't watch that much TV. So Isaac said. <laughs> You guys love cooking gadgets like the air fryer. How do you feel about barbecue smoked ribs, pork butt, and wings? I recommend the pit barrel cooker to beginners and enthusiasts. It's a simpler and faster smoking process than your traditional vertical and offset smoking. YouTube some videos on it and thank me later. Yeah, I'll check it out. Well, I, now I kind of want to get one. Yeah, I wish I had one today for Memorial Day. Smoke A smoked pork butt. Like the tender. <laughs> I know it sounds funny. But man, I mean, what a good nickname. Like yeah. it wasn't my nickname in high school, but I wish it was like, Hey, you go to the movies with tonight. Ah, Steve, Joe, pork, butt, <laughs> pork, butt. Oh man. Damn it. If we you, if missed you, opportunity, if you ever lose a race, like a oh, pork butt got smoked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so good. Do you think any listeners just laughed at that joke? Probably nope. not, right? Nope. <laughs> Dead silence Dead in their car silence. radios right now. <laughs> I bet you some guys are going to get turned off. Yeah. There's at least three people that are like, you know what? Joe Rogan is a much better podcast <laughs> for my commute. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. All right. That's a good one. All right. So you got you got a, a recommendation, right? I, I didn't even write this one in. <laughs> oh, I wrote this in for you. <laughs> I ghost write your recommendations now. So we were having a conversation in like... Um, in a group text message the other day and like we were making some really really like not cool jokes they were very murderous and probably cannibalistic at some point and uh somebody goes wow that's hilarious and terrible at the same time and i wrote yeah it's hilarious." and we've been using the word now for about a good solid week yes hilarious is your recommendation even though i'm recommending that you recommend it (laughs) It's a solid word, and you know exactly what it means when you say it. It's hilarious. It's like when someone falls and really hurts themselves, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Okay, good. All right, so I got a bunch of recommendations this week. I feel. Oh my God, you had none before the show. I know, I just. Have you just been writing these in the whole time? I'm telling you, this wine cooler is making me like. (laughs) It's like a super drug. Um, 
So Sneaky Pete, I don't know how many times I've recommended it in the past. <laughs> it's probably I don't right. think you have, but you may have. I may have. Uh, season three is phenomenal. Uh, if you're not watching Sneaky Pete, you're missing out, out on one of the best shows. Seasons ever. one and two were also great. Yeah, it's basically like a like um, it's like a heist vibe, like a heist movie vibe, except it's like one constant thing after another. It's not like one big. Like elaborate one heist. He's like constantly because he's a con man, and it's so, a- <laughs> but he's like a con man that you're rooting for, and he gets himself dug into these like crazy, seemingly in, um, inescapable situations. Uh, it's super thrilling. It's funny. It's Every character is likable. The acting is like oh, top through notch. the roof. You like really care about the characters. Like that's the biggest thing is like when when you know that a show is like well written and well acted when you actually care about the people on the show. And it's not just the main character you care you care about all the all the supporting cast. It's it's just it's phenomenal. And Brian Cranston's an executive producer and I feel like he has a ton of input yes. on it because it's very it feels like him. It feels very Cranston esque. If that makes any sense. It does. It makes a hundred percent sense. So I 100%? really a hundred percent. Um <laughs> We should just do, make a living out of combining two words together. Like, why waste the extra breath? Oh, I totally agree. We're so friggin' efficient. Um, all right, my next recommendation, again, I probably recommended this last week, but Narragansett beer, so good. <laughs> it is. And if I recommended it last time, I drink a lot, so that's why I keep And we talked it. about not being able to spell it. <laughs> yeah, we still can't spell it. And you say it wrong, but whatever. <laughs> How do you say it? Narragansett. Narragansett. Sit. Sit. Zit. Narragansett. Double S. I think it's one S. <laughs> the world may never know how to spell no, it. No, because it always changes. No matter which one of us writes it, it's always different. It's always... Well, there's... It, there could be two R's, two G's, two N's, two S's, two T's. Yeah, it's, it's Or it could crazy. be one of each of those. Yeah. We don't know. Who knows? The world may never know. No, you could Google it. Try your luck. It's not going to work I because everyone like, spells it wrong on Google, too. I feel like even the 12-packs I get are always spelled differently. <laughs> Every so. time it's a different spelling. Uh, it's like Hanukkah. Like, yeah. why don't you just pick a spelling? <laughs> For the love of God, I can't keep up with all your spellings. I just want to know if there's a C or not in the beginning of Hanukkah. Is that too much, too much to ask? You don't see me changing the name Christmas. Sorry, I just got... Wow, I'm just getting riled up right now. Dude, wow. pull back. Yeah, take it down a notch. Jesus. Just drove that train right into the station. Okay, wow. Okay, so uh, speaking of uh, food preparing instruments, there's this meat tenderizer that I bought on Amazon for like 15 bucks. It's the best. It's basically 48 steel blades that you just like push this little thing down and it pokes holes in your meat. Um, which sounds almost as good as pork butt. And as you're poking holes in the meat, um, it you know tenderizes it. And then when you start marinating stuff, it like seeps in really fast and makes the f- super tender, juicy deliciousness. So that's my second one. Uh, the third thing, this is more of a um, trying to improve myself as a human being thing. I moved all of my social media apps into a folder on my phone instead of keeping it like main on the screen. I've literally had that for like five years. Yeah, well, I didn't. It's great. It's the best. And I replaced it all with like reading apps. And I'm not talking about like news apps. Oh, I didn't apps, do that. That's weird. But like, yeah, like Medium is one of the apps. And then another one is Flipboard. What's and Medium? I, I know what Flipboard is. What's Medium? Medium is like, um, I don't want to say it's like a blogging app because that will under, you'll, it'll undervalue the, the, the 
quality of content. It's, it is technically a blogging app, but the people who are blogging are like professional writers. And so it could be, and you could follow any topic, anything you want. And you could basically curate it to become like what you're interested in seeing. But the articles are not really articles. They're more like, um, they're more like the best, most well-written blogs you ever, ever read. If that, if that helps. So it's just all opinion pieces. It's more, yeah, it's all opinion pieces. Like, uh, store, like his, like, um, life, life stories that are relevant to your thing. So if you're, I don't know, say podcasting, like they could be, like you put podcasting as something that you're into, it could be like five tips to start your your own podcast or mistakes I made when I started my podcast that I won't repeat again. And then so you could, if you're... Gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. it's great. And then Flipboard, which is basically mm-hmm. like an RSS feed reader, but it's just a really cool user interface. Yep. So those are that's that. And taking social media, like taking Facebook and Twitter and Instagram off my homepage, I... I don't do that thing which I used to always do. I'm like notorious for where I'm just bored, so I open it just just to open it. Yep, same. I have I get no value out of it. There's nothing on there that I actually care about reading. I just open it out of like bad yep. habit. Um, That's why I started a folder too to begin with. Yeah, you put it in the folder and it just like takes away that just like reaction. To I just keep my date my dating impulse. apps in there too. Yeah, it's a good impulse control. Yep. So so I got that. Uh, my next recommendation is don't talk about math problems until you do your research first on the podcast <laughs> because you're going to get crapped on by your listeners the next week. That's my last recommendation. I'm All right. That's Solid it. showing from you today and recommendations. That's it. That's how I'm rolling. Okay. So the next we got, we're, we're, we're wheeling and dealing right now and we still have trivia to go. Can't wait. All right. So this next section is an Eric original. Yeah. You started it. And it has become one of the most popular segments on the podcast. Yeah, people seem to be enjoying it. So now every time I see one pop up, I save it and immediately put it into the notes. So this is the basic quote of the week. The basic quote of the week. It started off as just one person's quotes, but now multiple people are doing it. The weather's getting nicer. So now we're taking them from every angle possible. Oh, it's the worst. So I got a few today. Let me rattle them off. Number one, overthinking prevents progress and kills happiness. No amount of anxiety will change your future, and no amount of regret can change your past. The key is acceptance. Accepting imperfection, accepting uncertainty, and accepting that the same things are beyond your control. Now insert that over a cup of coffee and a pine tree. Ugh. And that's what I saw. So like I understand the message that they're trying to get to, but like that's not like a well-written quote. That's just like stream of consciousness, like regurgitating the same self-help crap that everyone else yep. says. And like, that, <laughs> that's why it made it. Yeah. The beauty of a good quote is in its ability to, to get a powerful message across in a very concise way. That is just rambling. So that's pretty much the next one I'm going to read. Okay, let's hear this one. Jacked up trucks, because you'll never hear a woman say, look at that badass Prius. Mm. <laughs> like, would you want to date a girl that like likes or doesn't like you based on the car you drive? No. 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 No, no, no. That's like... That's- if you... That's up there with dirty work boots like that. I hated that when I saw it. If you also read that as a guy and go, I got to get myself a jacked up truck. That is, you're the lamest person ever. If If you buy something, just little rule of thumb. If you buy something or do something because you think it'll make other people think you're cooler, you're instantly less cool. 100%. Like 
you how about setting a trend instead of following yep. one just for once in your life i agree stop that's basic stop being freaking basic <laughs> i got one more if you have a pickup truck i'm sorry <laughs> if you have a pickup truck and you're not like a construction worker like what are you putting in the back of your pickup truck <clears throat> you're not more manly stop it stop cut it out oh sorry anyway damn i was building up huh nothing wrong with pickup trucks no. but if you're getting one to look Macho, then there's a problem. Do you, do you have a small peach? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. You drink a lot of Mountain Dew. You drink so much Mountain Dew when you're a little kid, and it shrunk your peach permanently. Oh. Um, so Oof. now we an apology without change is just manipulation. Read that again. That, that's exactly what it said. Oh, it said read that again. Yeah. Oh, god, it just sounds like people. Like, you know, that these people are always writing them because they're trying to send a message to another person, but don't want to tell them directly. Yeah, it's like, oh, let, let me just, you know, let me just put it on social media. Let me just vaguely really... throw it out there. Yeah. And then I'll get the, hey, everything okay? And then I won't respond to it. Yeah, everything everything okay? No, no, it's pr- I don't want to talk about it. I don't oh, want to you, talk about oh, it. you don't? Oh, okay. So when you posted it to the thousand friends on Facebook, it, you didn't want to talk about it. Oh, anyway, so I felt um, over the last couple of weeks that with all these basic quotes, we should probably offset them with quotes that we do find. You know, relatively inspiring or just in general, just good ways to live. Um, so I have a counter to your basic quote of the week with Love it. quotes that don't suck. You better hope they don't suck. They might. <laughs> well, there's a lot of pressure, but I don't think they suck. So <clears throat> the first one is the person who asks a dumb question is stupid for a moment, but the person who does not ask the dumb question is stupid for life. Okay. I like that. Yeah, it's not basic. It's not basic. And I think it's a good way to, to, to live. The people that like, it's basically, you know, if you're trying to hide the fact that you don't know something, that o- will mean that you're just always going to not know something because you're never going to ask and have it explained. I like that one. That's just a warm up. The next one is a life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. It's a borderline. You don't like it? I feel like if you throw that over a over a scenic background, it instantly becomes a basic. Okay. Right. But it's bored. It could also go the other way, too. Okay. That's fair. I like that one because uh, of all the stuff we've done in our lives. Yes. So maybe I have a personal... Like, we've done so much stuff. Played music. Um, started a German restaurant. Yeah. Podcasted. Food truck. Killed that guy. Yeah. Um, you could call that a mistake, but I feel like the world's better off. Now. That was a purpose. Yeah. All right. Here's the last one. You might like this one. You may hate it. Before you diagnose yourself with depression or low self-esteem, first make sure that you are not, in fact, just surrounded by assholes. Yeah. Fair enough. Sigmund Freud. But you skipped one. I skipped one. And it's the most basic of all the ones you have on here. And well, because I, really... I copied and pasted it by accident, so <laughs> okay. I skipped it. Well, now you're going to read it. No, but that was a mistake. I put that one on by accident because I was copy pasted it from the interwebs. Too bad. Oh, fine. I just ended on such a good one from Sigmund Freud. I <laughs> now we're going to end on a better from... one. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it. Put that over a coffee cup and a puppy, and you got yourself the most basic of Instagram quotes. That's true. Or a picture of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like the, the one by Sigmund Freud. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> that was a good one. Anyway. All right. So we're going to take a quick short break, and then we're going to come back with our special guest, Mr. Professor. Should we call him Professor Charlie? Yeah. He's the professor. He's the professor. Uh, yeah. And then we do some trivia. 
Professor Charlie in the house. What's going on, brother? What's up, guys? Dude, we are so excited to have you right now. I, I'm super excited to be here and a little nervous, you know. You should be nervous because if you suck, if we're going to hear it in the feedback <laughs> yeah. loop next week. Yeah. Oh, I don't care about the feedback loop. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to deal with that, not me. That's true. Got such no, a better, but you know. such a better voice than us. Listen to that voice. God, That's God, a radio voice. I'm so voice. mad. I want to quit the show. Yeah. Right I now. sound like Joe Pesci. He sounds like Velvet. <laughs> if Velvet had a sound, it would be Charlie's voice. Oh, man. Ugh. Can you just keep talking? Don't say anything. Like, it doesn't have to mean anything. Just say words. Yeah, no. I mean, I was going to joke about interviewing to uh, be Mike Jones's replacement, but you can't replace that guy. You cannot <laughs> no. replace Mike Jones. I mean, you can. Um, we could talk about that off the air. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike Jones also has a velvety smooth voice. Like he does. He, he does. He also can do movie he's, voice. Yeah, he's got an epic voice. And, and versatile. Versatile? Versatile? He does, however you say that. He you does have the, the good You have the kind of voice that I would, I would pay to have read me books. Yes. I would do it. I would do it. Make, you, an, make an offer. I'll do it. You can make a living reading books or, in Eric's case, reading Reddit. <laughs> so if you could just read subreddits to Eric, he'll pay you lots of money. That's <laughs> all I do all day long. Imagine that was a service. You could just like call Charlie. But hey, Charlie, um, I'm driving, so I can't look at my phone right now. But can you just go Love to it. the Today I Learned subreddit Love and just it. read stuff for me? <laughs> just read me facts. Oh, that'd be awesome. So um, super excited to have you. Uh, as we've done in the past with all of our first-time guests, you will be hosting trivia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, as always, I'm going to get my ass kicked by Eric, which has become a recurring theme. It's very sad, actually. It's okay. It's going to be a lot of questions because I did not know, Jones, you wouldn't be here uh, at first, so I wrote a lot of questions. That's fine. That's fine. We'll just go fast. I, I, speed round. So speed I've, round. I've got four categories. I would recommend... Since there are three questions in each category, I would recommend you guys rock, paper, scissors it out to see who goes first. And then winner like picks a category and gets the extra question from that category. Maybe. Wow. Uh, just one clarifying question. Yeah. Um, was your voice like this when you were a little kid too? <laughs> or did it like happen as you got older? I think from like from like 13 on. It just dropped. Like at, yeah. At 13 or 14, I had kids in school mistaking me for teachers because I was super tall too. So, so tall... <laughs> You get the bass drop in your voice at 13. Damn. Like, you're the kind of voice that if you called me and you were like, all right, well, you have brain cancer and you have three more weeks to go, I'd be like, oh, well, I, I appreciate you telling me that, <laughs> yeah. man. That's, that's how you that's want pretty, to hear that's that. That's pretty news, great yeah. news. Thank you. Yeah. You made me feel warm inside, so I appreciate that. Yeah. You really, it's like, you're like the Vaseline on, a, on an instrument that has to go up your butt, you know? Oh. It's like, nobody wants it to happen, like, but thanks for making yeah. it a smooth transition. <laughs> This Sorry. is this is this is really <laughs> Sorry about that audience. Well, this is, this is making it's been a me, weird weekend with pooping in my house, so things have gotten a little out of hand. It's it's getting weird, but it, it's making me <laughs> feel like I've like wasted my life in a field. Like, should I be in? You know, I, I don't think I don't think I should be. But you guys are making me feel like I've chosen the wrong path in life. You, you can, should you absolutely have. have a podcast <laughs> yeah. and have us on as guests. <laughs> and you should totally do a podcast. It could be. Uh, part of our umbrella DFD network. Yeah. I don't care what you talked about either. I'd listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be just called Charlie Talks. Yeah, all right. Charlie Talks, and we listen. <laughs> it's like you know, who needs like anti-anxiety medication? Just talk to Charlie. That's what I'm saying. Hour. You have like that median voice that no matter like how high somebody is in life or how low they are, like, you bring them back to center. You are the balance. Yeah, right, I'll take that. You're the yeah. balance that the universe needs. Oh man! All right, so back to trivia. <laughs> <laughs> 
So tell, right. just tell all us. All right, the, category, the four categories, uh, word origins, children's entertainment, fun facts, and the this was originally going to be the tiebreaker, Cuba Gooding Jr. No, perfect. <laughs> yes. perfect. Let's do it. All right, so we rock, paper, scissors, and choose a category? Mm-hmm. Let's all do right. it. Yeah, okay. whoever wins is going to take a category that they're going to get two questions out Perfect. Of. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Yes, damn, I, won. Damn it. I won. I never win. I'm in. So, for those who want a visual, if you care, uh, me and we Eric scissored both, twice. We scissored twice, just like in college. Uh, uh, yeah, like a third of our audience will get that joke and die laughing. The other two thirds, like I don't get why scissoring in college is funny. Anyway, so and and then I won with paper over rock, so I'm feeling pretty good. All right, let's. I do never this. throw rock. God damn it! <laughs> I thought you were gonna go paper. <laughs> I was actually trying to match you, so it'd be funny, but. Uh, I won. Uh, you notice I like I was weirded out by winning. I thought that you were going to do paper right there. You were waiting to go for round four. Though. Yeah, I was like, wait, did I just win? Weird. Okay, let's do this. What category did you pick? I forgot. Do I, oh, I get to pick one? Yeah. Uh, so you got word origins, children's entertainment, fun facts, or tiebreaker. Uh, oh, no. Sorry. Tiebreaker. <laughs> tiebreaker. <laughs> Cuba uh, Gooding Jr. Famous tiebreakers. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Coin flip. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with word origins because that sounds hard. What a dork, cool. <laughs> nerd! <laughs> All right, nerd. question the first. Uh, the the word decimation is currently defined as the killing or destroying of a large popu- uh, large population or group. What is the original meaning? Decimation, deci, desi, uh, deci, like decimal, ten. Um. No, see, but decimation is two S's. So if it was decimation spelled with a C, which it might be, and I'm just bad at spelling. Yeah, it's with a C. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> so it would mean to uh, take something and split it into 10 pieces. I feel like I should give you credit for that. Or 100 pieces. No, no. It, it's I, I don't know if I should give you. You guys could decide if you get a point. All right? Okay. It's a, um, it was a Roman military disciplinary action in which they killed one out of every 10 men. In a union. No, unit. he so doesn't get credit for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I, I would have no, given you credit. I'm not a, I would, an ass. No, that's too like far if, off. It was like it, it also translated into like the taking of a tenth. So you were like on the right track, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I give myself an E for effort, but I definitely don't deserve a point. Definite good job on trying to like deduce that and like break it down. Yeah. But you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Still stings, no matter how you slice it. No consolation prizes here. All right. There so, yeah. No, if, uh, if a legion or a group of soldiers was found guilty of, like, some serious misconduct. They would be decimated. They would, they would draw straws to find out who gets killed. Wow. And the other nine guys would kill them. Like, they'd break up the guys into ten, groups of ten, and the other nine would have to kill them. Whoa, that sounds crazy. <laughs> wow. That's my that's my uh, that's my voice. I'm going to counter his voice with. That's your Charlie voice. <laughs> your Charlie voice sucks. <laughs> Damn it! His is like velvet. Yours is sandpaper. Grobbly <laughs> sandpaper. Sorry, I'm sorry. For We're in the heat of battle right yeah. now. That's All right. Fine. Yeah. All no right. friends here. All right. Question two. Question two. Eric, an assassin is a person. You know, clearly everybody knows what an assassin. A person. <laughs> <laughs> person who murders an important figure for political or religious reason. How did the term come about? I have no idea. None at all? No. I, th- oh, I thought you might with like video games and stuff. 
because um, Assassin's Creed gets into this a little bit. I think I could be wrong about that. I feel like I knew this at some point. <laughs> Just not now. <laughs> no, you know why? Because when we used to have the early days of the band, we used to have to come up with song titles. So I used to search random things, and that's where I got the name Janissaries, which is like some sort of like assassin in like the Middle East back in the day, a Janissary. And I remember seeing Hassassin or something like that, some like Middle Eastern word for um it's definitely middle eastern it's definitely like arabic not yeah um hasassin or something like that was like a type of um uh warrior some sort of soldier in like the ottoman empire or something like that that's what i'm going with even though it's not my turn <laughs> you get nothing for that yeah yeah you get nothing but you were like the same level of on the right track damn it you know um, it's the Hashashin. They were they were fanatic members of fanatic Muslim groups that would you know assassinate people. But Hashashin, they they were also known for like drug use, like the, these crazy cults. They like just, hashish, they, hashish, yeah, hashishin were hashish users, hashish users. So they would yeah. get high and then kill people. Yeah, pretty much. All right, I was pretty close, except for that hash thing. Whatever. All right, question three. Oh, you like this one? Uh, based on its Gaelic roots, what does whiskey literally mean? Hmm. Bad decisions. <laughs> um, let's see. Whiskey. Um, I know this. The water, water of life. That Wh- is correct. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Two Gaelic words. Whiskey. And it's actually, whiskey is actually shortened from whiskey bay. So it's whiskey and whiskey and Bethu life. Water of life. Water of life, boom. I feel so good right now. So now we rock, paper, scissoring again? No, I would say you just get to pick the next category. All right, good. Children's Entertainment, Fun mm. Facts, or Cuba Gooding Jr.? Let's go Children's Entertainment. All right. All right, what color was Oscar the Grouch during season one of Sesame Street? During season... What? <laughs> he was... What? <laughs> What color was Oscar during season one? Was he not always the same color? Or were you just trying to trick me? Might be a trick. I thought about throwing some trick questions in there, but it's not a trick question. Was he brown? Close. I mean, it's different enough that you wouldn't get a point. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Giving up? Yeah, yeah. I guessed already. Yeah, no, he was orange. And really? Then, mm-hmm. And for no for no apparent reason, uh, Jim Henderson decided to change him to green for season oh, two. I was in the same Earth Tone family, so yeah, you're close. You're close. <laughs> All right, question two. Damn it! <laughs> A boy named Sue was performed and made popular by Johnny Cash. Who wrote the song? Um, I thought it was Johnny Cash, <laughs> but I, see, this is where the clue of children's entertainment comes in handy. But oh, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna. Get it? For you give you, me a hint. I mean, I don't. I, uh, Captain Kangaroo. Uh, <laughs> that was going to be my guess. I don't know, Mister Rogers. Um, howdy, Mister Howdy Duty. Howdy Duty. How many guesses are you going to take? Howdy Duty. <laughs> Steve Howdy. No, Steve Howdy. Steve Duty. No, <laughs> terrible last name. Terrible name. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would never have guessed this. Shell Sil- Shell Silverstein. Huh. Just wrote a bunch of children's books. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed it. <laughs> That was the most. Wow. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! That's great. That's, great. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I hate this because I. This is winding up. I'm giving Eric all the hard ones. 
I'm sorry, man. It's not personal. It's all right, dude. <laughs> all right. Wayne Anthony Allwine married Russie Taylor in 1991. Why is that kind of funny? <laughs> no idea. What year? <laughs> 1991. <laughs> Oh, if you don't know it, you're not going to get it. <laughs> I don't know, because she's a doll? No. That's the voice of Mickey Mouse and the voice of Minnie Mouse. <laughs> God damn it. You, yeah, that's crazy. This is this is going badly for, for Eric. <laughs> um, I only got I, one right so far. Right. I didn't mean to give... We got we to... Gotta, I'll... I'll Make my adjustments and evenly space out the difficult <laughs> questions. <laughs> All right. So, fun facts or Cuba Gooding Jr.? Uh, let's do fun facts and let's say call it. Just like that'll be the last. No way. We got to go to Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do fun right. facts first. Fun facts. Um, possibly lending credence to moral arguments against gambling. What is the sum of all numbers on a roulette wheel? Sum of all numbers on a roulette wheel? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Another math question. Um, <laughs> how many? I don't know. I would just I would just guess if that was me. How many numbers are there? To, like, no it goes up to 36? I don't know. I'm a craps man. I would, wouldn't know. 312. No, six, 666. You were close. That's why it's no, it's close. 666, you know. The number of the beast? Mm-hmm. Um also, my cell phone number, but I'm not yeah. allowed to say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eric, if you suffer from rhinotelexomania, what will you be doing pretty often? Rhinotelexomania. Oh, my God. I know that. I'm, I don't know that. There's <laughs> a rhino. Uh, breathing through your mouth. <laughs> You're a mouth breather. It's just in the right area. You're picking your nose. It's an your obsessive nose. nose picker. Okay. Okay. All right. Every little kid has rhinoplasmania. <laughs> yeah. Rhinoplasmania? Yeah. <laughs> Rhino All right. Pump. How many nipples does a female possum typically have? Um, 12. Close. 13. 13? Who yeah. has only... Who has an odd number of nipples besides me? Female possum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. That's it. That. Last category. That's he's it. All right. He's up to one nothing on me. One nothing. Cuba we Go- suck at everything. Kuba <laughs> Gooding Jr.'s father, Kuba Gooding, was the lead vocalist for The Main Ingredient, whose version of what song peaked, on, peaked at number two on the Billboard R&B chart in 1972? I have no idea. Um, you know, you could have been a candle. That song? It's in that genre, but no. <laughs> no, it's Everybody Plays a Fool. No, it's a good song. Yeah. yeah. There were many, song. many versions of it, but his his was the most popular. It's the original fool. All right. Cuba <laughs> <laughs> Gooding Jr.'s television acting debut came as the character of a bully on this little known comedy series from 1986. You're never going to get this. It's a little known comedy series. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I just said, I'm like, uh. <laughs> Um, the love boat. I don't know. Sesame Street. I don't <laughs> love boat. <laughs> I no, know. it 
show is called Better Days. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it's a stupid show. <laughs> All right, so I have one. I have one chance left. This is it. <laughs> oh, this this is good. This is. I think this is an easy one. Could be. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr.'s film debut followed not long after in 1988 as a boy getting a haircut in this 1988 romantic comedy starring Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Coming to America? Boom. Wow. <laughs> we just ended like a tie. It's a tie. It's hey, poetic. You have nothing to hold over me for the rest of the day. That's it, man. It's a nice tie. He's, you know, I'm okay with that. I actually would have felt guilty winning. Why? I don't know. I'd have been proud of you. I almost, I almost answered wrong just so you could have it. Uh, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I want to keep my, my defeated streak going. <laughs> uh, man, Charlie, you did great. Yeah, dude. Right. Thank you for the trivia. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for having the deepest voice ever. Um, I feel like the only downfall of having people come on and do trivia is that it just reiterates how stupid we are. <laughs> yeah, we're really dumb. <laughs> And then See, also, no, it I'm also think- shows that literally everyone's better at podcasting I'm, than us. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, <laughs> yes. I'm thinking the exact reverse though about what a terrible job I did of putting questions together because these are like, well, how, why the hell would anybody know that? No, you but know? We and know- you come across these fun facts and you're like, oh yeah, that's a cool question. But the thing <laughs> no, is, if you just it. if you just lobbed out underhand pitches to us that we could hit, like yeah. nobody wins. And yeah. people learn now, right? Yeah. So now we know about hashashin. Right? <laughs> like, who would have known about that? Yeah, man. Bunch yeah. of hash heads killing people. Like, no one would have known that. That's it. No one would have known that Mickey and Minnie got married. Yeah. That's it. It's big. It's huge. Huge. It changed our lives, man. <laughs> All right. Well, Charlie, you're welcome back anytime. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your weekly feedback um, in the Ask Us Anythings. Um, we hope that they continue. And uh, we hope to have you on again soon. 100%. Thank to you, those guys. listening... We love you. Um, and we totally appreciate you. Follow us on Instagram, iTunes. Leave us, uh, what's that called? Reviews. Reviews. All that jazz. Um, also, it is Memorial Day. Um, thank you to everyone that has given their lives serving this country for us so we can do this dumb podcast for you to laugh to for a little while in your day. Absolutely. Um, we appreciate all of you and love you. And we will see you soon. Bye. Peace. <laughs>